Disclaimer. The ideas and views discussed on the show should be considered opinion and not individual medical advice. Though Dr. Tim is board certified and licensed, every human is different, and without individual assessment, concepts and ideas cannot be directly applied with the guarantee of success. Please consult your personal physician or fitness coach before making any changes. Thank you. Both sides fit. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about gym etiquette. I think it's actually called, uh, entitled Gym Etiquette 101. So, I mean, the basics. You know, because common sense isn't really that common. It's really I, not. No. I mean, it's it's been a while since I've trained in a commercial gym, but there's some pet peeves I think that everybody would recognize and things, you know. It's becoming more and more common for people to like film themselves in the gym. And it's like, not don't do that, but if you're going to do that, understand it's in a public place. Uh, don't get pissed when people walk through your shot. <laughs> don't get mad when someone uses the machine you wanted to use that they had no idea you wanted to use, that kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess we can we can start of when you first go to a gym, especially when you're brand new. Mm-hmm. It's awkward for almost everybody. <laughs> you don't know where anything is. You probably if you haven't uh, if you haven't done the walkthrough with a gym personnel, you don't know where the bathrooms are. You don't know where the good mirrors are. So, I mean, I guess the first thing is always going to be go through that little orientation because they're going to show you exactly where everything is or at least so when you start at planet fitness they have like the ab area or the slow down area something like that they the gym personnel will always walk you through that or explain whatever classes are available also and i know this is like I feel like almost in every environment somebody always goes we're like a family here <laughs> I find that like in a gym setting, that is the most true because when you get into the routine of going to see the same five people at 530 in the morning, not to say that there hasn't been some people that have really bad experiences, but at least from my point, it's usually a very welcome setting. I would, I would agree. Um, I mean, there's, there's assholes anywhere in the world. Um, they're in the gym and they're on the road and et cetera, but um, it's going to depend, depend a lot on whether, you know, you're in group fitness, obviously you're probably going to interact with the other people in the gym a little more. If it's more of a go and do your own thing kind of gym, you're going to interact with them theoretically less, but it kind of depends on you and them. And especially if you are a complete new person to the gym, you know, it's, it's, it's scary. And, and definitely you do want to take that time, uh, like Jasmine said, to, orient yourself, whether that's an official thing or whether you just allow more to like your, your first workout, if you're new to the gym is going to take you like two and a half hours. Cause you're going to have to wander around and find everything. Even if you have a workout that somebody wrote for you or that you, you made yourself and like, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to be out of here in 45 minutes. And in reality, you're going to 
do it in a different order because somebody was on the machine or you couldn't find what you wanted and you had to call an audible and really you're going to come across as the new person regardless. So just kind of embrace that and be nice because everyone will be <laughs> a lot nicer to you if you're nice. If you go in there with this, you know, I'm going to have an attitude because I'm embarrassed that I don't know my way around the place or around a gym in general. People are, you know, not that anyone should ever make fun of anybody for showing up at the gym because that's one of the hardest things to do. But the if anybody are, makes fun of you, you have full permission from me because they're not going to know me, but you have full permission from me to punch them out because nobody should be mean to you in a gym. You're all are there for uh, the same goal at some point. No one should be mean to you in a gym, but also learn the rules of your gym. Um, they're probably posted somewhere. Different gyms have different policies. Uh, Planet Fitness for one can't drop weights. Uh, little, little idiosyncrasies from gym to gym that you kind of want to know about just so you'll feel more comfortable. Generally, they include not punching people, to be fair. Um, you can do it outside. They won't, they'll pretend not to see, especially if that one, to be fair, that one person who probably makes fun of you is an asshole to everybody and you'll probably get applauded for it, to be the fair. Parking, the parking lot's different. That, that mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily count. It's more of a civil matter. And I'm pretty sure if you've, if you've built a good rapport with people, they'll totally back you up when the cops show up. <laughs> a good point to uh what you said earlier when you're waiting for a machine and somebody seems to be on it there should be a certain level of courtesy because you know that that person is working on their arms or whatever and so you give them the space to do the 5 10 15 reps that they're gonna do <laughs> and a good, I can't stand when somebody like stands right over you. Nobody should be standing right in your space because usually, usually what people will do is kind of maybe tap you, saying like, "Hey, how many reps do you got left?" That is perfectly fine to to like ask how long somebody's going to be on the machine. Or if you're, I know I seem this way, but if you're antisocial like me, just kind of wait it out like a machine over. And usually people will eventually move from that. You might have to maybe, like it, like Tim said, find something else to do, but you're eventually going to move on. Yeah. I mean, you want to, obviously, anytime you're training, you want to have a plan, but you also want to be flexible. If, if for whatever reason, the gym you're working in only has two bench presses and it's Monday, which for some reason is International Bench Press Day, um, you're, you're kind of screwed. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, if they only have one squat rack, kind of same thing, but it... It's definitely normal gym etiquette to be able to work in with somebody. Most places will have something posted somewhere. Do not spend, try not to spend longer than X amount of minutes on one machine, whether that's a cardio machine or a piece of strength training equipment. People don't always follow that. But if somebody's, you know, if you need that piece of equipment they're using and they're also using it and, and you know, obviously don't interrupt their set, don't break their focus, but... When they're on a break in between their sets, you can kind of just get into their field of vision, lean in, and if they have headphones on, you know, kind of wave your hand. Or sometimes you can walk up to people and tap them. Sometimes that if if they're blasting music, you'll you'll get a little jump out of them. Um, I think that's that's definitely rule number one. If you're gonna ask a question or uh, interrupt them, wait till they're done with uh, in between the movements, <laughs> just because that's 
I would think that feels like common courtesy on some level to, to let you finish what you're doing. I know uh, there's always a video online of, and this does happen to women more often than men, is like some dude's going to cut her off in the middle of what she's doing because he wants that cable machine or what have you. Like, just finish what you're doing. They can wait the fucking second. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, if we're if we're looking for like a Ten Commandments kind of feel here, that should be universal from Jim. <laughs> I mean, obviously, the overarching one is you know don't be an asshole. Um, but but really, yeah, don't interrupt someone who's in the middle of a set. And you can, and if you're even if you're really new, you can tell somebody they might pause in between reps, but they're gonna they're gonna stop. They're gonna take their hands off the weights or the machine. They're going to actually, you know, take a drink of water, grab their phone, not for a long time, but you can tell when they're in between their exercises. And if you want to use that machine, typically you can, they call it work in with them. And that's typically how you'll ask somebody, say, hey, can I, what Jasmine said, how many sets do you have left? And if it's a lot, you know, can I work in with you? Generally, if somebody's not an asshole, they're going to be okay with that because, you know, if it were reversed, they would want the same thing. And there's no reason um, for you to sit around and do nothing for 10 minutes because they can't have their a break in their focus. There's exceptions to that rule. If somebody is in a, you know, doing a barbell squat and they have 300 pounds on there and you're doing 75 pounds, that's a lot of taking weights on and off. And that's a little different. You might need to kind of tweak your plan a little bit at that point. But typically if you're wait till somebody's done with the movement, get their attention and ask nicely if they have a lot left to do, if you can work in with them, that tends to work out. True. I mean, also, especially if you are working in with somebody or just in general, uh, if you sweat on it, clean it up. Most places. Have... I was going to say, that's my, that would be my number two is that you kind of, there's two sides to that coin. In my opinion, it's, when you, if you sweat a lot, if you sweat a little, it doesn't really matter. Wipe down the machine, <laughs> wipe or wipe down the bench. Maybe not necessarily always the machine because there's some that have like little intricacies that you might touch, but wipe it down. That's just kind of fair because to be fair, nobody really wants to sit in your sweat. But on the flip side of that, if you are conscious of germs, if you don't don't trust the person before you. You can't always trust that the person behind you is going to, it's almost like going to somebody else's house. Nobody's going to clean to your standards or they might, who knows? But the, the, the point is you, if you want to use that machine and you think that maybe you want to wipe it down, just do it. I mean, most gyms supply so much cleaning, uh, cleaning stuff that you should definitely be able to find something to clean it off if you don't bring it something yourself how the gym i go to they have their own cleaning spray in the regular bottles plus lysol somewhere <laughs> so many paper towels and i think that kind of takes us to a bigger a bigger picture thing the all the cleaning supplies is is and i was just gonna go ahead and say like that's a that's a covid holdover kind of thing um there's there's way more cleaning supplies hand sanitizer wipes and sprays and all that stuff than there used to be but it really, you noticed it more in the gyms that started doing that, that weren't doing that before. And that's kind of your, your hole in the wall, for lack of a better term, like your meathead gyms or something like that, or just places that aren't real high end, don't have a ton of money for supplies and equipment that are trying to usually keep their, their rates low. 
But the, the big picture there is, you know, most places have, you can, you can do a free trial, whether it's a day or a week, it's usually not typically more than that, um, or a discounted trial, or just go around and like ask to see the gym and ask questions. You know, unfortunately, a lot of times that comes with kind of a bit of a sales pitch. Um, just be ready for that. And if you don't want to buy, say no. And if you say no enough times, they will they will try to lower the price. And if you keep saying no, eventually they will leave you alone. You could always just change the change a letter or a number on your email address and just to get that discount again. I do it all the time. There you go. <laughs> Even even those uh, big cardio places, like I said, cardio p- kickboxing is one of the first kind of gym things I did. They would literally, between classes, take a whole hour to mop the floors, wipe down bags. It's not fair to say that gyms are always inherently dirty. They're, like, but They are. <laughs> okay, they are. But <laughs> if you're going to use a bench, that, and the knee swipe doesn't count. Uh, women especially will understand. Uh, and I've, I've done it, but I always come back over with, with whatever Lysol spray, whatever. But if you're in the middle of a later, uh, lateral pull or whatever, it's like the crotch sweat is very real. Yeah. That's, I mean, I was going to like, if you're sitting on anything in the gym and you're working out at a reasonable intensity, there's going to be butt sweat. It there just is. So clean up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you sweat, if you bleed, if you throw up on something, any of that, please, please clean it up. If you throw up on something and don't say anything, yes, you're the asshole and everybody knows it. You might as well just switch gyms. Just throwing that out there. The etiquette is a little different in, from gym to gym. You're going to have a place that's, you know, a ton of, I, I went to a gym in Eastern Washington for a few months when I was working a contract job and it was a just a hardcore, these are powerlifters, bodybuilders, and there's a bunch of gigantic people throwing chalk around and yelling and slapping each other before they lift and and know that before you join the gym. Like if that's not going to be your place, if you're somebody that that's uncomfortable for you, you know, pick and don't, don't join up and then go, oh, all, all these people are insane. Like that's, that's a type of gym. It may not be your type of gym. It's just like, don't, you know, don't go to a yoga studio and be mad because there's no dumbbells. Like you need to, you need to have an idea what's going to go on there. Respect the space. Yeah. And it, and it seems like, like common sense, but not just what type of gym is it, but like, what is the culture? And that's a harder thing to figure out in a short time, but you can ask somebody who works there. They might look at you funny if they don't get the question, but usually like, what is the, what is the culture at this gym? And, you know, if they say it's, it's a family gym, I mean, they're, they're usually not going to say anything that might not encourage people to sign up, but honestly ask quite like, if you're somebody who's like, how welcoming is this place to somebody who's brand new? Is there anything here that like is a little, doesn't fall under typical gym 101 etiquette. Like, and they're like, oh, well, you know, in this gym, if somebody's working out, you just let them finish. And that's, you know, if that's that gym, then, then you know that and, and you're not the one who looks out of place. But it's it's good to, we're, we're given kind of a 10,000 foot view of all this stuff that is and typically should be common, but. Well, I was going to no- say the next, 
the next kind of rule or whatever would be kind of ask questions and that could be asking about the environment or and i i'm not gonna play like i'm the smartest person in the world but i know how to use a, a cable machine and even at the gym i just i joined uh i couldn't figure out how to do it you, you should feel free and feel comfortable to ask another gym goer like hey how do i do this or even today, literally um, at my gym, we have the hip thrust machine that I've uh, used on the regular. Well, then I happened to be, when I was working out, a girl next to me did did it with free weights instead. And I was like, well, what's the, what's the difference? She's like, oh, it engages more muscles. You should feel in any environment, feel okay to ask any question that you might have. Or even if you don't know how to use a machine, usually somebody somebody who just got up like, hey, explain this to me. Because I would like to say everybody in the world is nice and will be comfortable enough to answer that question. I just happen to be luck enough, lucky enough to go to those gyms that asking those questions won't get me an evil eye. And obviously, if you catch the wrong person on the wrong day, but you kind of want to, that's, that's a good question to ask. Like, am I going to be okay asking people questions here. Can I just walk up to anybody in general? You should it, it, kind of the same rules apply to trying to work in with somebody. If you have a question with somebody like somebody who looks like they know you can, you can kind of tell who looks like they've been at the gym for a while um, and kind of knows their way around. And you just kind of be like, Hey, can, do you mind showing me how to use this real quick? Something, something simple, obviously wait till they're not embroiled in something. Um, if, if they're somebody who looks like they're training for the end of the world, you know, give them a minute to get out of their headspace, be like, Hey, can you show me how to set up this cable machine? That said, you don't know what exactly they're doing there. They could say no, or sorry, not right now. I'm in a hurry. That doesn't necessarily make them the asshole, but you yeah. know, if you ask them nicely, they, they answer nicely. Um, that's really you know, then ask somebody else you can, and, and there should typically be someone around who's an employee who you should be able to ask like, Hey man, I have no clue how to use this thing. Mm -hmm. And they should be able to tell you. Speaking of machines though, and this is probably my biggest pet peeve. And this goes for machines, cables, weights. If there's only one or one set of them, kind of be aware and i say this because this has happened multiple times at like multiple gyms i've gone to that like somebody will take up five sets of weights even though they're the only ones there or uh <laughs> i had uh one of the first experiences i had of this some dude had a treadmill going on full speed and then he'd run over to the one ab machine and then he'd run and he would do it in a circuit and it it, just be aware if your gym is completely packed and this was a completely packed day this is one of those muscle mondays you shouldn't be taking up five machines it, i mean especially if it's just you or if it's you and one other person you shouldn't have the first full set of dumbbells at your side because you're not going to use them all at the same time no that person is an asshole like if you yeah they're an asshole but like if you need to, if you are training in such a way that you are setting up a complete, you know, circuit and there's other people in there, then you, A, you just kind of need to respect that it's probably not 
someone may need those weights. You can't take, that's a, that's another golden rule. You can't take all the weights at the same time. Just, just every, it was like, it was from five pounds up to 20. And, uh, at my gym, they have, um, they have half weight. So let's say it's starting at five, it's five to seven and a half, 10 to 12 and a half. It's just like, why do you need all of them at one time? It really, again, to to people who are kind of veteran gym goers, like this is going to seem like common sense, but we're, we're mostly directing this at people who are new to the gym because those are the people who would, would maybe choose to listen to this at, or (laughs) just, just wants our opinion on it specifically, but yeah, you can't take all the weights and you really if, if you're doing such a specific workout that you need everything and you need to switch your weights that fast and you need everything laid out around you, then A, you probably just have to come at a time when there's not so many people around or you need to go to a gym that does circuit training because it Well, that's what I was going to say ridiculous. is that it, it really doesn't – if there was maybe me and that person in the gym – go for it. Like there, there it's a warehouse space that has two people in it. Go for it because there's nobody else there. There shouldn't be nobody else you're obstru- uh, obstructing. But if it's like 10 AM on a Saturday and every single treadmill's taken up every single, all the free space for uh, cir- not circuits, but the green space for uh, long movements like lunges or uh, sprints or whatever is taken up. Oh, like a like like a turf. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like that's not the time to be doing taking all the weights. Because here's the thing, like I said, sharing is caring at this point at the gym. We all want to use the space. Just don't be an asshole. Back to number one. Yep. I mean, they're, they're all going to kind of lead back there with, with specifics. I actually, I want to, I don't think I lost my train of thought on this. Ah, I got it. It kind of, <laughs> it, it encompasses, uh, A, know what kind of gym you're going to, but also you mentioned about there's a, there's a turf area and there's a, you know, for maybe more quote unquote athletic things like pushing a sled or doing sprints if you can't do them outside. But do the right things in the right part of the gym. If you are shadow boxing over by the dumbbell rack, it's not against the rules, but why? Like, again, if you're just trying to do some movements to keep your body warm, that's cool. If, if, if you're, but if you're boxing, like go to a boxing gym, if you're, if you're in the, the, the fitness studio or the, the stretching area and you're throwing a barbell around, there's probably a better place to do that. If you're not sure, ask, but doing things that are out of place. And I've been guilty of this very, very early in my career as a gym goer. You know, you take something into the fitness studio because you don't want everybody watching you. But I mean, again, if, it, if you're in an area that's not for that, the equipment is ten, tends to be intended to be used in the place it lives and it's like you wouldn't try to take a cable machine into the next room because you can't but just because you can you can carry a kettlebell into the steam room doesn't mean you should those kind of things like 
Gym, gyms tend to be subdivided for a reason. They are. Find your area. Cause like I, and you mentioned this earlier, some people want to take gym uh, videos or pictures, like kind of, uh, there's like, I, I know I've talked about Planet Fitness a lot, but like they have a designated area. This is the thing I love loved about going to Planet Fitness is they found a certain spot where it was literally just a back wall that would, you know, contrast to your body at a floor to ceiling mirror. And that was for your Instagram photos or videos. It was, most gyms will have that type of space that will cater to you. Or if you're going to take that photo or video, be aware of who you're around because I know for me, I don't necessarily want to be in somebody's video because I'm going to do, in the gym, I am sweaty, I am gross, my hair is a mess. I don't want to be in anybody's video because if they are a viral TikToker or YouTuber, you know what? I hope they have a great career. I just don't want to be in the video for them. So usually like even recently, I want to say like a week ago, um, some guy was taking, um, chin-ups like weighted chin-up videos and i happen to be right there i mean i'm the type of person that i'll let you take your video as long as it doesn't inconvenience me too long (laughs) and so i like just moved out of their way but i also don't think that you should be videoing somebody to make fun of them or because you're gonna get dragged online first of all you're gonna get dragged you're gonna get canceled as you should be <laughs> if you're making fun rightfully so i i know i'm one of those people that are a big fan of gym fails just because it makes me laugh it really does but on the flip side of that i'm not gonna be that person taking that video if you're taking a video because you think somebody is unsafe that is something completely different like you a you shouldn't be doing that you should go over there and be like hey i don't know what you're trying to work on but here's how to do it safely. I don't, I don't know. I Maybe I'm weird. No. And I mean, again, that's general etiquette when approaching someone. Very few people there are going to want to have somebody come up to them and say, hey, what you're doing is not super safe. But I mean, I, as a physical therapist, I just sometimes have to turn my head sometimes because I'm just like, I, that is going to end badly someday, if not today. Yeah, no. The minute I see somebody's arm twist around, I I, I have to turn away too, just because I I can't I can't watch somebody uh, almost get so close to hurting themselves. <laughs> it's it's not I I and that's what you have gym staff for. That's the other thing. If you truly feel like somebody's being unsafe, you're supposed to be able to go to the gym staff and be like, hey, I'm kind of concerned for jim over there in the the corner because he's throwing a dumbbell up in the air and i'm just thinking it's going to come down on somebody if not him that's they are paid to do that and if again if that person happens to be like well i want to do it this way they'll do with it however if you if you do a video that happens to be making fun of somebody because they are not what you think should be in the gym go fuck yourself (laughs) just yeah, just go no, fuck yourself. I mean, that's that's fair. There's actually, and, and anybody who has any questions about gym etiquette should um, follow. His name's Joey Swole. He's on Instagram, and he constantly. I mean, he makes videos calling people who do that. They they'll post a video of them at the gym. They'll get pissed at somebody for walking through their setup, or they'll like 
video somebody over their shoulder of somebody doing somebody who doesn't seem to know what they're doing and instead of helping that person just make fun of them online um, as far as filming a, a understand if somebody ends up in your video um, don't get pissed about it but also don't go out of your way to get somebody else in your video to make fun of them that does make you the asshole um, it should go without saying, but apparently it doesn't. Don't film in the fucking locker room. Like, yeah, that's there's different areas to take pictures. And while, like, you know, I sometimes people, oh, like, and I don't know if it's just females or if it's mostly men or whatever. Like, when I see those gym photos and I have to be in the locker room, like, there are women that uh, that I've seen do a full shower before they go to work. Um, you don't know who's going to be walking into your bathroom uh, or into your background. Why did I say bathroom? <laughs> but nobody, but if you're in the bathroom, you don't know who's going to walk into your background. Um, you don't know if somebody's going to be mid change. I mean, you, while the internet want, wants to see a boob, you don't necessarily want your boobs to be out there. I mean, I used to have to like hide behind lockers. Cause you know, that's when people were taking their good butt pics, but you know, I'm just saying there's designated areas for uh, for those pictures or if you want to take that picture in the middle because you're you know you have a gym partner and you're in the middle of a set and you uh, they're doing their set and you're like you know what I got a good pump I want to take a picture be courteous hell I know somebody that like literally she to take the picture hid behind the um it wasn't squat machine, but it was like, it was a leg press and she moved so that nobody else in the gym was behind her, but she could take her picture real quick before she started her new set. Be aware. And again, common sense isn't necessarily common. <laughs> yeah. And again, like the, the, the locker room is, is obviously the gym's an intimidating place to begin with. Um, especially to new people. And the last thing people want to go is think they're going to get like, unwitting naked pictures taken of themselves that that makes people never want to come back to the gym that's i mean it's also illegal so don't do it um mm. intentionally or unintentionally sure as shit don't post it online if you did accidentally i feel like uh, and most people that do gym photos or gym videos should become you know experts at blurring out the background agreed but i mean if if, if you're in the gym and you're you're filming or taking pictures in the correct way and somebody's in your shot, you know, it's also not the end of the world if you're planning on posting it online to ask that person like, hey, you were doing your, uh, you were doing your tricep kickbacks in the back of my shot. I just want to know, I'd like to put it on my Instagram. Are you cool with that? And if they're like, no, okay, crop them out. Or, you know, you may have to do it again. But again, that's in, in the professional media world, like you need photo releases to use someone's likeness. So just because you're a private person, that's really not any different. I mean, are, are they going to sue you? Probably not. Could they? Yeah. As the, <laughs> sorry, my mother's a lawyer. And one of the few things that she has always said is everybody can sue for anything. You're not protected mm -hmm. just because, oh, there is a law saying that this is public. You could still get sued. It's just yeah. be aware. As far as the, the actual etiquette of taking pictures of yourself and people who they take their pictures in the in the locker room mirror because honestly the, the lighting is better. It's, it just is for whatever reason. Um, 
But if you're taking a picture in the locker room mirror because you got half your clothes off, like maybe take that at home. I know, I know everybody's like, well, I don't have a pump at home, but if you, if there's mirrors and if you want to go take a picture of your pump in front of the mirrors, you know, in the gym, you know, on a real quick lift your shirt up, show your abs, whatever, whatever it is people want to do. Like, but if you have your clothes mostly off, it's really just not the place for it. Unless you're in a gym that has individual bathrooms or whatever it is. I just, and this is a, not everybody's going to agree with me there. If you're if you're in Venice Beach at a bodybuilding gym, there there's people constantly dropping their pants to look at their quads and all this kind of stuff. But in general, it's going to make people uncomfortable. Speaking of uncomfortable, like I, this is another two sided coin. Usually, nobody's. If you feel like somebody's watching you. That's not always the case. Like, honestly, you know, I've sometimes have seen some people because I'm like, why, why that exercise? And I usually will ask, I will, or I'll give you a nod. I'll acknowledge that I've, you've caught me looking at you. But on the flip side, if you are a girl that wears Instagram yoga pants that go straight up the crack of your ass, I'm sorry. Yes. People are looking at you. And usually that's, uh, unless they're being creepy about it. I think that that's just going to be the way it is. Uh, nobody should be, t again, this is also falls under the nobody should be taking pictures of you. Um, if so, you find somebody blatantly staring, stare back. <laughs> but it's, it, it's kind of, I, and this is probably my favorite gym moment where like you were kind of, you were kind of persuaded to look at this girl's ass because she had a shirt that on the back of it says that it said, I hope your day is as good as my ass. And I'm like, at that point, it's kind of advertisement. Mind you, whoever had that shirt, very beautiful ass. <laughs> just well, throwing that out there. As a straight woman, I'm just saying, appreciate it. Body positive <laughs> or not, you would you would hope. But yes. Same if a guy wore that shirt. Um, mm -hmm. But that kind of, and this is this is going to be a little a little more interesting of a discussion because I'm gonna have to come at it a little differently than you are but obviously women in the gym not saying all of them but can be it can be a lot more intimidating and a lot more uncomfortable than it is for guys in general if a guy shows up and he's not in great shape and he doesn't really know what he's doing um, even though it shouldn't happen the worst that's going to happen is he's going to get some some side glances or somebody might laugh at him or and hopefully somebody's going to help him out. But a woman is either going to get just swarmed by guys. Um, but either, either trying to help her in an earnest or not earnest way, or trying to like almost make her feel like she shouldn't be there. And this is just kind of based on the experience of, of, female clients I've talked to. Obviously, I've never experienced this firsthand, but I feel like that's a very common experience is it, especially going into quote unquote, the weight room, it can be very difficult because of the, the grunting men that are either there to hit on you or try to make you seem like you shouldn't be there. And I know that's not across the board, but I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hand it over to you here. So uh, no, I, I'm, I'm listening because I've, I'm trying to think of like any experiences I've had with that per se. Like I, 
I'm not putting myself down when I say this, but I'm not traditionally the body type that gets hit on every five minutes. I am very, very comfortable in my body. I've seen, I've gotten weird looks or somebody just kind of get, cause I, with the type of workouts that I pull or the type of movements I'm doing, it's not very common. I usually like, for example, I'm doing cable ax wings and it doesn't look, I'm like almost never see anybody else doing them, but I get side-eyed sometimes. And, and I'm like, I know this is a movement that for what I am doing for my journey is something that I want to do. I've, I've seen it online. It's not, like I said, I'm not traditionally the person that this is going to happen to. We're like, uh, um, literally an Olympic lifter having some dude come up to her and be like, you're not doing right. And be like, yeah, it's, it's not, I've seen it happen. I've also seen it happen to, I happen to have a friend of mine that she's a bodybuilder. She's the freaking sweetest woman you've ever met. But the thing is the minute you see somebody coming up to her, you're like, no. <laughs> and I've seen, I've heard of her having to correct people. Uh, it's not necessarily common for me in the gym. I've had people come up to me in other settings, <laughs> but uh, I, I guess I guess it's not usual for me. I mean, I think it goes without saying that anything that might happen in the gym, the the mansplaining or the hitting on people, is ten thousand times worse online. Um, obviously, is, where, where there's no accountability, and angry people can just take out their their dating woes on on someone they don't know but i feel like at you know to say it from from the other side like if you're a guy in the gym if a woman looks like she's struggling with an exercise or she's or in in your mind she's got it really wrong i mean who knows yeah maybe she's doing an exercise you just aren't familiar with that could definitely be the case if if you're going over there to hit on her like just there's there's better ways um but but if you're going over there to offer help do it once and do it politely and if she says no thank you then i was gonna say respect is the name of the game yes respect and politeness and would you like some assistance and if the answer is no then then the conversation's really over even if in your mind you are just dead set convinced that they're not, I mean, unless you, like we talked about earlier, unless someone's doing something that's very clearly dangerous, a barbell thrown up in the air or something like it's, it's not really your business. It really isn't. However, I will, I will kind of shift to like awesome when there is positive, there is like hyping up in a gym. It is amazing. When I, uh, like for me, I've seen where I'm doing like, uh, um, I can do kickbacks with like 40 to 50 pound weights you know, and a woman came up she's like man your legs are just strong and I'm like that's because I kick people and bring them to their knees like and it's just it's so that is true Jasmine kicks very hard <laughs> but it's so great even if like you didn't actually know that person and they're like man I I wish I was there you're doing so great or even like you know they offer trainings at my gym and there's this woman she's she works there she trains her mother and her two sisters and they make a spectacle of it it's not even funny she's like she's so mean i'm like yes yeah, she is she's mean to you but you're doing so good do you mean you made it five minutes on the stairmaster like 
whoa, look at you go. <laughs> like, it's always great to kind of spread that positivity of like, mm -hmm. you've done, you're getting so far into oh, yeah. whatever you're doing. Like if you want to give somebody the, the knowing nod or the, the impressed eyebrow, like, holy shit, that's a lot of weight. Or you want to just like stick out for a fist bump or something like that in passing, like that's cool. And, and you know, that might turn to a conversation, whether that's with a guy or a woman or whatever. I mean, definitely it's, it's not really, it's less about etiquette in this case. And it's more about trying to have a positive environment in gyms. It, it takes work because a lot of people are there and they don't really want to interact there. And a lot of times it's the people who could use the most support really are just kind of, they're embarrassed and they're afraid. Um, and there's nothing wrong with reaching out to that person being like, Hey, that looked really good. Like, or, you know, you, you, like, like you were saying earlier, like there's, there's a group of people in every gym that are working out together, but not together. Cause there's just everybody who, for instance, the, the graveyard people who everybody gets off at 11 o'clock and they're in, they're all in the gym at 1130 and there's only three people there and they all kind of know each other. They're like, there's, you know, blue gym bag guy or there's tank top guy and they don't really, but you know, sometimes they know each other better than that. But just to be like, Hey, I just wanted to say, you know, I've been seeing you, especially if they're new, I've been seeing you here the last few months and I think you're doing really great. That's, I think you're doing awesome. Keep it up. You can leave it at that. Cause beyond that, it's hard to know how that person's going to react, whether they're going to be embarrassed or whatever. Um, or they're going to think you're a creep or, or whatever it is, but just to acknowledge someone that you've noticed, like that's the cool thing about a gym culture. And it's in places like, I mean, I'm going to drop CrossFit's name a little bit here, but any group fitness and like Orange Theory or any, any place I've worked out where it has, where you work out more together than individually, that kind of just builds itself any group fitness studio but you can get that in an, in a commercial gym if there's people that you know or that you've noticed or there's nothing wrong with saying hey i i think you're doing awesome and then just you know walk away don't 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 linger after you say that necessarily but but that's that could make somebody's day that could be somebody who's just having a shitty day and they're really struggling and they're on the fence about whether or not they want to keep this gym thing going. And you were the person who was like, Hey, I think you're kicking ass. And they're, that swells them up a little bit. And then they're like, okay, I'm, I didn't feel like I was getting anywhere, but if you know, the guy over there in the Cubs hat thinks I am like, it, it, he seems to know what he's doing. And he said, I'm doing good. So let's, let's roll. Like it, it, yeah. Matters. I think that if there's one thing to always do is contribute to that gym culture. And I, and like I said before, I hate to say that this is like a family, but the thing is, it is, if you go to a gym or a fitness class on the regular there, there's going to be people that are going to notice. Like when I stopped going to the gym at five 30 in the morning, because life had happened and was changing the woman that, Honestly, I couldn't tell her your name to save my life. But she was like, well, what happened? Why aren't you uh, there early in the morning? And it's...
I didn't take offense because it was like, this is somebody I've seen on the regular uh, in, and I'm also antisocially social. <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you about uh, what's going on with my life if you ask the question. If I ran into a woman that I happened to do kickboxing with two years ago, we're going to talk like we're old friends. It's making a good gym culture is probably the biggest thing you can do across the board, other than not being an asshole. And that's kind of the, the above and beyond that, I mean, baseline for having a good gym culture is not being an asshole and cleaning up and not taking pictures of people and put your fucking weights away. I don't believe I took that long to get to that. <laughs> I thought that would have come after a uh, clean, clean your, uh, clean your space. It was, it was kind of on the, on the same wavelength. And I just, I realized I hadn't said it yet. If you took a weight off the rack, put it back and put it back where you got it from. Put your weights back, re-rack your cable machines, put the attachments away, leave it better than... Be like a park. Leave it better than you came. <laughs> or at least as good. Or if I, I just, that's one of the things that I really don't think there's any excuse unless you injured yourself and you got to roll out. Okay. But if you picked it up and you lifted it X amount of times, if you're too tired to put it back on the rack, then do nine reps instead of 10 and save that last one to put the dumbbell back. Put the barbell back where it goes. If you if you push the sled down the turf and it's on the wrong end, put it back. If you flip the tire, put the tire like I don't care what it is. If you put one of those, if you put a band around your ankles and you know walked your ass across the building sideways, you should go back anyway because you can't just work one one butt cheek. That doesn't work. But. <laughs> But it's don't half-ass it. But I mean, really. I I I, I don't, cannot. I if I had a penny for every single time I had to re-rack something, I would be a millionaire, and that's saying a lot. If you are on the cable machine and you put it on ninety-nine fucking pounds, unlock it. <laughs> Just it takes two seconds to flip it. It takes two seconds to put the shit back. <laughs> That's also go ahead. Wait, I was gonna say also there's there's a thing with um cable machines and I I've seen it like so many times and this goes with re-racking. If you happen to pull a weight and you wanted to do be I don't know why they people do this, but they pull it and then they uh, put the pin in when it's all the way up, so you get like five, ten, fifteen spaces. Fix it. Fix it. <laughs> I've seen that so many times on the chin lift assist machine. I'm, it makes no fucking sense. Go ahead. <laughs> Just what you said about the cable machine. I want to say the same thing about barbells in particular, because dumbbells, I mean, dumbbells, generally they don't, you don't change anything with a dumbbell. You pick it up, you pick it up more times in whatever way you're using it. And then you put it back. A barbell is a different story because you load weights onto the barbell. And if you're, if you put a bunch of weight on a barbell, you finish your set and you're, well, you're not too tired to put it away. That that's a cop out. You're, you're just not, if you, it's, 
Or take the five minutes to sit there and and get prepared to do it again. I don't it's, know. It's always a guy, but like, great. You you squatted 225. We're all very proud of you. That that We are. That is. That's an impressive weight. But nobody gives a shit that you did that much to the point where you need to leave the weight on there so the next person... Like if you're, you're waiting for the, I don't understand. You are you waiting to watch the next person, the next person come up and be like, "Wow!" and like, "Oh, I gotta take all that shit off now." Or speaking of for bar, for bars, I swear to God, and this plays back to where you put it back where you found it. If I have to go looking all over the fucking gym for a 2.5 or for a 45 or for a 20, I'm going to scream. I'm going to attract everybody's attention and have a fucking fit. That's. <laughs> I shouldn't have to go looking for something that is right there. There's only five machines in the fucking row. <laughs> and then none of them have the fucking weight. That's. I mean, again, that kind of comes with put it back where you got it from, but even i'd say go go above that and you know like the, the above and beyond of saying good job to somebody if you've found something in the wrong place put it in the right place why would you want to subject the next person to that bullshit i yeah you're mad about it so make sure it doesn't happen to the next person it's we're not your parents no your mom's not here to clean up after you i'm gonna i'm gonna amend my earlier statement from put it back where you found it to put it back where it goes because odds are you might not have found it where it belongs and if you don't know where it goes ask don't just fling it behind a machine because you don't want to figure out where it's supposed to go I'm not even gonna lie. This probably comes from when I used to work in like uh, restocking like shelves at gas stations, all of that. I will put it back, and I'll probably be irritated while I put it back, because I know that somebody specifically took it from the dumbbell section, took it into the uh, the Zumba <laughs> studio that I happened to find to be the only place that's quiet for a minute. I'm I know you fucking did it. <laughs> I'm going to put it back because I'm like this. I at least want to, I don't want the next person that comes in after me while I'm working out. Think that I did it. Well, those are the same people that are in the grocery store and they change their mind on, on some ice cream and just set it on a shelf before they leave. I'm like, you just give it to the attendant. Just give it to the checkout asshole. station. I swear. <laughs> oh my God. But especially like if you loaded up a heavy barbell, I mean, congratulations, you're strong. That's great, but the next person after you, if you put, you know, a bunch of 45s on the bar, that person may want to barbell squat. They may not be able to lift a 45-pound plate. It happens. You are putting them in an unsafe situation where they now have to try to unload your bar or skip the squat. And mm -hmm. neither one of those is fair because you decided you're not going to clean up after yourself. Someone else is either at risk physically or they just don't get to do their workout like that's there's no excuse for that there's also no excuse for finding the grips those uh the clamps that are supposed to go to the end of uh of the bars like there's no excuse for not them not being there because clearly somebody was had to have used them put shit back 
I have a 10-year-old that has a lot more sense to put shit back than some people at the gym. God, my point. I got so heated in that moment, I totally forgot what my next point was going to be. I mean, I think we've covered some good stuff. I don't know if it's going to get better than what just happened, but... To, to summarize, overarching theory, don't be an asshole. If you want to work in with somebody, uh, get their attention when they're not doing the exercise actively, uh, ask if you can work in with them. If someone asks you to work in, please let them unless you're almost done. It's totally fair to want your space. Yeah. Don't film people. Don't film people. Don't make fun of people. If you get people in your video, A, don't be mad, B, don't post it online without their permission. Um, don't be naked in the gym. Don't take pictures where people are naked. Unless you're supposed to be naked. Only when you're supposed to be naked. The, 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 it is okay to take a shower at the gym. That's, that's why they have showers. Just don't, don't take pictures in the bathroom area. To be fair, I was excluding the locker room. You are correct. Don't be naked in the <laughs> workout area. But yeah, that, that actually is one more good point. Don't stink. Take a fucking shower before or after the gym. Don't come in there already smelling bad to the point that it makes other people notice. Like, you you know who you are, hopefully. I've, ha- I've worked out next to people who, like, and, and I assume... I can only assume their thought processes. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to sweat anyway. But this really goes back to like uh, my martial arts days. But like no one wants to be by you if you smell bad. And I don't care if you're going to sweat again and have to shower again. We're mostly grownups. Um, that's just the cost of doing business. You want to you want to you wanna work out. You want to get healthier. You're going to sweat. You got to shower. Don't show up already smelling bad. You will become that guy and everyone will talk about you. And that I don't feel bad about because it's preventable. I had a roommate that was nose blind. And we, like, if I live with you, I'm going to tell you your shit stinks. And I literally turned around and said, go take a shower. You're sitting on my bed. Please go take a shower. He took a 15-minute shower. And I was like, what'd you do? Splash water? Because you still stink. (laughs) He came out of a 15-minute shower still stinking. Made no sense. (laughs) Sorry, I totally derailed this again. I will say there is a difference between not knowing your shit stinks and thinking your shit doesn't stink, but don't do either one of those. Like if you're not sure if you smell bad, if you have to question that, you should probably just take a shower. Showers are key. They're very questions and be aware i think is the only other things that uh <laughs> we didn't get to cover then put your shit back put your shit back don't be a creep and if you feel like somebody's doing a good job it's okay to tell them just don't be ridiculous about it 
I mean, I'm always ridiculous about everything I do. <laughs> yeah, I've been meaning to tell you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Both Sides of Fit. If you enjoy our content, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Play, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Both Sides of Fit or contact us with comments, feedback, or suggestions at bothsidesoffitpod at gmail.com. Stay safe, stay healthy.